Enjoy the difference. V Dollhouse, Tampa's legendary gentlemen's club. The absolute finest lineup of ladies. Two for one drink and dance happy hour with catered lunch, 2 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. The Dollhouse, your happy hour destination on West Shore in Tampa and online at thedollhousetampa.com. I'm Brad from Matthews Curry Ford. We mean it when we say we're your undisputed price leader. And we'll prove it. Bring us any written offer from any other dealer on any new, used, or certified pre-owned vehicle, and we'll beat it. Or we'll give you $2,500 cash. That's right. You save money or you make money at Matthews Curry Ford with our best price guarantee. Come see why we are truly your undisputed price leader. Shop the lot anytime online at MatthewsCurry.com. They turn your broken glass into cold, hard cash. Autoglass America, 81396-GLASS. Score a deal with Everglades Equipment Group's March Machine Madness Sale going on now. The only obstacle you'll have is deciding which John Deere machine to take home. Total tractor packages starting at $153 a month. Mowers on sale for $199 a month. Gators for $107 a month. Enjoy our slam dunk savings with a free steel product with the purchase of any of these high-performing, low-cost machines. Some restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Offer ends 331.19. With WOW's super fast internet starting at just $39.99 a month, when paired with their most popular TV package for just $45 more per month, I can catch up on last season? Wow. Catch the next season? Wow. Catch all the buzzer beaters? Wow. And catch up with my crew? Whoa. Now that's wow. Get choice. Get value. Get wow. Call 1-855-WOW-WAY-2 or visit wowway.com for details. Limited time offer requires two-year agreement. Auto pay and paperless billing. Subject to change. Prices exclude taxes and fees. New customers only. Morgan & Morgan. Dial pound 529 on your cell phone. Pound law. That's all. WHPT, Sarasota, Tampa, St. Pete. And now on 97.1 WSUN HD2, Holiday, Tampa, St. Pete. Go live. We are live. All right, let's go live. Three. Going live without a nest. Stand by. We're coming to you live. We got it live right here. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. I can go write it and we'll do it live. This thing sucks. We'll do it live. Okay. We're hot. We're live. Where are the mics? Thanks. This doesn't work without mics. No, no, no. Let's find them. Now, unique opinions, compelling conversation, and the best in afternoon entertainment. From the Autoglass America studios, it's Drew Garabo Live. Gonna waste your time Gonna make a move Or you'll miss out 
high. What's happening? Welcome to Jugarabo Live. I'm Drew Garabo, and I'm with my friends, Seth Kushner. Happy New Year. John Senning. Tempo in Kapui! man. Why is there a box, a large-sized box, of milk chocolate Reese's, which befuddlingly says not two peanut butter cups, but three? I will give you all the details of these three-pack of Reese's Peanut Butter Cups right around 420 today in John's Joints, baby. But I will say that... Uh, <laughs> that was the, very impressive. The we re- did not set this tease <laughs> up, just to let the record reflect. I know somebody said you have the most scripted radio program I've ever heard, which made me laugh very, very hard. This is actually the first time we've all seen each other today. So. <laughs> <laughs> it is the first time we've all been in the room. It, it literally is the first time all three of us have been in the same room. Today. Um, Let's just say that Reese's heard about John's joints, and I think they're a fan, and they wanted to send him something that is being launched all over the nation today. All right. Well, then let's say no more until 420 when John's joints come along. Today is Thursday, which makes it Take It Back Thursday. I don't think I did a good enough job of putting it on a pedestal last week and inviting you to uh, allow us to make amends. If we said something that wronged you, if you called the show hell as recently as this week and you attempted to tell us how people have indeed been smoking the flower legally for a while Mm. now and I jumped down your throat, which happened, then by all means, please allow me to take it back. There's been some terrible callers this week. I mean, more so than usual. Yeah, I would say spring break has brought along with it not convertibles driving by with bikini-clad stereo-blasting hotties, but awful, terrible, putrid phone calls. And a lot of them come from people that preface it with, I love the show, I listen all the time, and then they launch into some long, very, very boring story. And if you're one of those 20 to 40 people, please don't take this personally, but if you do love the show... Think about what you're going to say on it before you call in. That's all. And then I always recommend this. Have a good enough friend in your life to where if you think something's funny, you run it by him and go, hey, is this funny? Here's the thing, though. If you're that guy, there's a good chance that your friends aren't funny either. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm saying, like, you run it by your friend and, like, we can't trust that friend. Who the hell is that friend? Right. And they're probably friends with that guy because they think he's funny. So they might even just lie to him. I don't know. That friend can't be trusted. I didn't realize the flaw in the system. Good thing no one will ever run anything by anybody anyway. They'll just call and know something's not funny, and I think they take great delight in that. So if it happened this week, last year, seven years ago, eight years ago, by all means, 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. That's that's the opportunity for Take It Back Thursday. Maybe you said something about us. Maybe you accosted one of us in person and you'd like to apologize for it. I think his name was Patrick. I'm looking forward to a phone call from him today so he can take back the fact that he said I ignored him at Reggae Rise Up because that was a lie. So I expect to hear from him today with an official apology. Well, well, once we found out about that and then we found out about, you know, you big-timing your friends at happy hour, we're starting to see a pattern, John. So we can't, we can't necessarily say that Patrick was wrong for what he saw at Reggae Rise Up. John? Uh, you know. And we will be doing John's happy hour with all the friends he's been neglecting. They'll be in studio next Friday. We'll do trivia night. We'll drink. It'll be awesome. 
I was talking to John Brennan about that before the show, and he said uh, when Danielle went into his office to talk to him about the uh, the running because yeah. she she orchestrated. Uh, yeah, this she's very really well. she's really taken it by the. Uh, yeah, very impressive. I know Tayshia told me she wants to be an executive producer. Nobody wants to be that. Uh, well, she does, uh, and she's got some big shoes to fill. So I um I we were talking about the fact that he wanted her to bring in the crowded table dudes and your friends and then have a trivia night, and then he took it a step further and said what they should do is have a John trivia night. Where they have to answer questions about John, and John has to answer questions about them, oh. so they can prove what a lousy friend he is. Oh, that's fun. That's uh, that's good levels, right now there. Now he's gonna be studying up their Instagram for the next week. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't follow any of those guys. <laughs> uh, today is World Down Syndrome uh, Day, and it is the 21st day representing the 21st chromosome that people with Down syndrome have. You probably already made a sock choice for the day. So if I tell you wear crazy socks. You've probably already forfeited your chance to do so. Do you not worry? Do you? I mean, I would. I thanks, man. Could somebody have told me yesterday? I'll be uh, honest. I didn't know uh, until late last night. Dude, I lay my socks out at night, so this is this is late notice. Yeah, I'm I'm aware. Uh, and uh, I I managed to rock two different pairs of crazy socks today. I got these crazy socks which match my shirt today. Oh, those are the sign of the swinger. Yeah, isn't it? the swinger. Uh, yeah, letting, letting them know I'm open yeah, for business. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then earlier today I had I wore. <laughs> I was the only person at UFIT wearing crazy socks. I will tell you that much. I had my long uh, Carolina blue basketball shorts and a pair of uh, mid-calf uh, purple polka dot uh, socks. That was a crazy sock. Wear. Wow. Okay. And, and you wear those so that people will go, hey, what's with the crazy socks? And then you go, oh, well, it's uh, Down Syndrome Day, the 21st for the 21st chromosome. And, and we, you know, you can open up a conversation. So, uh, you know, really. you were looking to talk to somebody at UFIT and nobody, nobody started up with you, did they? Uh, no one. Maybe they were intimidated by you. Uh, yeah, I, I, it, I, I try not to intimidate anybody. Um, I did, however, have a, a great moment this morning. Um, I got called in for an Apple a day delivery for an iPad to all children's. And you know, I love going to Johns Hopkins, all children's hospital, great facility. But the reason I needed to be there is because they spoke no English, like none. The 11-year-old girl, Juliet, she spoke a little English. Uh, she probably spoke a lot of English. But uh, the mom, zero English whatsoever. So they call in the guy who took four years of high school Spanish, me. And I'll tell you, I was not just a student of Spanish in high school. I participated in Spanish contests where we would compete against other high schools, and then once a year there would be the Spanish convention at the Marriott on the corner of Sand Lake and International Drive. All the high schools would come in. High schools from Tampa would come in there and compete. And I did extemporaneous speaking where you would go up to a box of index cards, blindly select three, and then you pick one of them. And on that topic, you would have to dissertate for two minutes in Spanish. And they would grade you on sentence structure, vocab and uh and pronunciation were there real spanish people there the judges were all uh, were all legitimately spanish-speaking people yeah mm. yeah and what was the end game did you just enjoy learning spanish or did you think one day i'm gonna use this did, for something did the winner get a trip to mexico or something no you know what seth this is the first time i've ever realized that i did not have an end game in sight <laughs> well look at you now my friend paul tripp who lives here locally what's up paul he he led me along to do it because he took and I'm not lying I would love to get him in the show on the show cuz he can verify this. He took German 6, Spanish 6, French 5, 
Latin four. And I believe there was an Italian in there too, and and some other independent study language. He he is the one who got me to take Spanish three in summer school, so I could take Spanish four, and then hopefully go on to Spanish five. See that guy, I can tell his end game was he was looking to score with women all around the world. Well, you're close. His end game was going to work for the U.S. Army in the Middle East as a translator, which is what he did. And now he's been practicing law successfully for a while as well. He's a genius. Exactly. That was that was what I meant. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That so comes it, along with a lot of poons. Well, he, he has a beautiful wife, and yes, I yeah. am sure she's got a poon. Well, I, I don't know that she does, but okay. So, uh, but me, I just did it because I really liked speaking Spanish, you know. And so I would do that. There was a there was a play we that we did. My line was quank quank yo soy un cerdo. Mm. That's quank, what, quank. That's the noise a pig makes in Spanish. You know, in English we say oink, oink. In Spanish, the pig says quank. What? You're telling me the noise? That's not up for debate. That's not up for interpretation. Well, exactly. It's not up for interpretation. We say oink, but they say quank. That doesn't make sense. Other other countries don't what? have to adopt our pronunciation. What's what's a what's a duck say in Spanish? Uh, well, I don't know, but I think. Duck in Spanish is El Pato, and if I'm not mistaken, that's also a slang for homosexual. So you have to be really, really careful with that one. I'm going to go down to the park and feed the ducks is a lot different than I'm going to go down to the park and feed the homosexuals. Mm. Red John, are you looking to shut down the way they, they, they say oink in Spanish? It has nothing to do with being Red John. It just has to say, I think that the noise an animal makes is universal. It's not. Oink, oink is the sound of pig. They don't, but they, they, it sounds more like a quank. It's I'm saying quank. There's no, there's no heart. There's, it's not oink. Oink is. That sounds like a pig. No, this sounds like a pig. No. Don't you think Spanish-speaking pigs they 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 pronounce oink differently? Yeah, exactly. Pigs in Spain, <laughs> pigs in Venezuela, pigs in El Salvador. What about a cow? What about a Mexican cow? Right, let me think about this one. Yo soy una vaca. Me dice. No, they say moo no matter okay, what. Okay, good. Yeah, cow goes moo no matter what, but. What does the fox say? Open Gangnam style? 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. So my point is they needed to bring in someone who had a four-year high school background of uh, Spanish, and that was me. Someone who checks bilingual on the job application. Right. And uh, and so I uh, I went in, and you can watch the story on Instagram Live. Drew Garabo, we have some brand new listeners, by the way, a bunch of nurses assembled right outside room seven. Oh, I don't you know, tell the room number, but one of the 700 rooms at uh, at uh, Johns Hopkins, brand new listeners, because they heard me rehearsing my Spanish in the hallway. And then I went in, slayed it, met a beautiful little 11-year-old girl. It's going to be 12 in September. Spoke Spanish to her. And then uh, I tried something new this time, guys, and I recommend this if you, if the next time you do your iPad delivery. I know you guys do a lot of them. You ever try this one? Don't find out the background information on the girl until after you go see her. I tried that for the first time this time, and I'll tell you, it. I, I felt a lot better about it. You mean like uh, as yo, far as like the diagnosis yeah. of what's going on uh, yeah, like, like what, medically? Right. Like you get her name, of course, and you get her age, mm. but before you go in there, if you go in without knowing what she's got, yeah. then you're going to give, you, you know. Yeah. yeah, I get what you're saying. Because it didn't, it didn't. Not th- and I hate to say this and sound like a douche, but it does weigh you down when you find out that someone's suffering with someone something severe. It's never good. It's always cancer, but there's cancer and there's cancer, you know? So I went in there today, 
without reading other anything other than her name. And I, I met her, gave her the case from the Tampa Bay Lightning, the iPad. She was awesome. Joked around with her uh, her mom, who I thought was her grandma. Uh, I heard you call her. Yeah, Drew was trying out a Spanish. I saw the Instagram live and called her mom abuelo, which is Spanish for grandma. Okay. I thought she was a grandma. Jeez. I, I, I was told she was a and grandma. And you still have that up? Uh, yes. <laughs> At Drew Rubbo, if you would like to see me call a mother a grandmother. Uh, and so... After I was done with it, that's when uh, Megan, the Apple a Day coordinator, and I sat down for a lovely lunch in the atrium of the uh, hospital cafeteria. I will, I, I will not go to the library. Just making sure. Will not. Did you talk about it? Did I stand with Seth. No, I told her. I said we're not going over to the library because Seth and Phoebe had a very bad experience. Still there. nothing from them. Oh huh? no, they don't care. I, I told Phoebe. I think that there's a there's a kind of restaurant that we just don't know about where it's like um, Dick's Last Resort or Ed DeBevick's where they they want to make you feel uncomfortable. But it makes the food taste that much better. Right. I feel like it's a whole new line of dining that we're yeah. not aware of yet. That's a thing. It's like they want to make you feel like you really shouldn't be there. And then the yeah. food comes out. And it's so amazing. You're like, maybe they do want me here. This is but, awesome. But have you noticed that the service was unfriendly in the past? It's just, it's always been. Stiff. I, about half the time I, I'm there, I have to go ask for the bill. Yeah. Really? Yeah. A little stiff and slow. Yeah. But, uh, but to your point. People love Ed DeBevick's. People love Dick's Last Resort, where you, you go in, they may give you a hat, and it says, my farts smell like cheese, or I have a small penis, or whatever, and uh, and being abused. So maybe they're doing a subtle version of that. Yeah, so I, I felt it. and uh... <laughs> Well, regardless of that, I, I won't go to that place, because I stand with Seth in all regards. And then uh, we had a lovely lunch in the atrium uh, and talked about it, and that's when she told me that this girl has uh, high-risk lymphoblastic leukemia. And then I was like, well, I'm so I, I feel good about not knowing that when I went in there because I went in there not having that cloud my face or uh, you kind of kind of carries with your energy. You, you know? do like yeah. you go in there and it's yeah, I don't know how to put it into words, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. So beautiful girl. Thank you again for your support of Apple a day, which allows uh, all of us to have these opportunities. I've got just something going back to the library. I apologize. So they've yet to be on their social media since they, like, is it possible they don't even know about any of this? I don't. I don't know. I, I'm not really sure. Um, I know Phoebe tweeted them and put it up on her Instagram story. It's not we. We didn't care that much. She just wanted to put it up because it really bothered her. You know how we were treated, but it wasn't a thing where we wanted to even contact the manager because the manager didn't seem to care that we were upset. So we just dropped it and said we, we aren't going to go there again. Well, let's not give them any more publicity. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. Drew Grab alive. Hello. Who am I speaking with? This is Jay. Hi, Jay. Oh, what's up? What's Jay. up? Hey, John. John. Hey, buddy. John. Hey, look. Onomatopoeias don't sound like the sound. Like, do, do dogs sound like bark or wolf or both or neither? Yeah, well, dog sounds like wolf, not bark. But to your point, sometimes an onomatopoeia is onomatopoeic. And, and a wolf, you've heard a dog go woof, woof, right? Like woof. Well, in, in French, it's waff, waff. It is, really? Yes. Waff, not woof, waff. It's not wolf. It's waff. Waff. Well, well, that's, that's like wrong. that's French dogs. So yeah, 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 French poodle. Oh, waff. <laughs> but sometimes, not always, onomatopoeias are onomatopoeias because they do sound like whatever they're describing. You know, like a hiss. Right. Like hiss. like bang. Wait, no, that doesn't that no. doesn't work either. Hiss does. Hiss works. Snakes go hiss. hiss. Do they go hiss or do they go ah? I love this guy. I don't know why. I have no good reason for love. Thank you though, Jay. I appreciate Dude. the call very much. All right. See ya. Thank you. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. Drew Grab alive. Hello. Hello. Hi. Uh, this is Daniel. Hi, Daniel. Uh, I agree with I agree with John, man. I'm Mexican, and 
pigs always sound like oink, man. No, you pigs sound like quack Thanks, where man. you're from, sir. Uh, I'm not, uh, I'm, you know, I'm not one of those build the wall guys, but I'm saying where you're from, pigs go quank. No, man, I grew up with my grandparents. They're from Mexico and everything, man. They used to always say oink. Quank is what they say. They say quank, quank. Thank, yo you. Soy. I, I, thank you, sir, for uh, quank. indicating your, your childhood was a lie. Yo, yo soy el cerdo. El cerdo. <laughs> quank, right, man, quank, quank. Show, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate it. You too, dude. Thank you. I wonder what noise the caballo makes in uh, Spanish. That's a, that's a horse. What is the? What did you? What did you say? That quank, uh, quank, quank. Yo soy un- okay. Well, hang with me here because I just looked up oink in Spanish. Yeah. What does it say? It says grunier, G R U N I R. Huh? So I mean, I'm not calling you out, but you know, I mean, it sounds like you're calling me out. It took four years of Spanish, John. You're, you're okay, on Google. Can, can you can you pop me up over there? I think I can get you an audio sound. Sure, yeah. Okay. Grunir. Oig. Grunir. That's French. It's a Spanish. That's not that's not Spanish, dude. Dude, dude you're wrong. Drew Grab alive. Hello. I am pulling into my house right now, and I'll walk back to my pig, and then we'll ask him what he says. Okay, well, you, I mean, you can do that, but uh, all right, hold on one second. I have a pronunciation right here. Call us back when you get to your pig, sir. <laughs> and then ask her what's for. Yeah, I'm sorry I said that. I don't sorry. know where that pig's from. Sorry I said that. ¿Qué ruido hace un cerdo? Okay. Oh, okay, that's translating the phrase, what noise does a pig make? Sorry. What noise does a pig make? ¿Qué ruido hace un cerdo? Okay, 20 animal sounds in Spanish. Can you bray, squawk, and meow in Espanol? I don't know that I'm right or wrong, and I'm, I'm sorry to sound so emphatic here. The Spanish ear has a whole different way of hearing squawks, honks, and roars. For example, the frog. What does a frog do in English, John? Ribbit. Yeah. Ribbit. Croa. Croa. What, what about a dog, Seth? What do you think a dog does in English? There are woof, several woof, choices. Woof. Right. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. G-U-A-U. Wow. See, that's... Wow. That's... That's... Cr- Wow, wow. They got it wrong. Senor, wow. wow. I got to tell you, the Mexican Spanish culture's done a lot of good, but this is all wrong. Birds say pio. They don't say tweet. They don't say chirp. They say pio. Is this just Mexican or is this this is all all Spanish? I feel like we're early focusing on Mexican here. Well, you know, that's just me. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure. The noise a rooster Uh-oh. makes. Can yeah. you say that? What does it say? I don't know how to say it. Spell it. Q I. Yeah. No, Q U I. Yeah, key. Q U I. Key. R I Kikiriki Kikiriki Q U I Kikiriki K I This is all the way Kikiriki K I K I R K I Yeah Kikiriki Kikiriki We say this 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025 Enjoy that Bone TV Drew Grab alive hello Hello Good. Okay. Right. Gucci. How you doing today? Good. What can we do for you, sir? I'm just thinking uh, if you go watch Deliverance, I think that should probably settle the question for you. Well, I mean, that's what noise. That's not even a pig. That's Ned Beatty trying to sound like a pig while he's getting buggered. Okay. You know, and, and that's inappropriate for high school. By the way, somebody tweeted me and he reminded me of why I did those Spanish contests. He said he did them too. And they had a dance on Saturday night, like a like a co-ed dance. And it was a big dance party. 
So you get an opportunity to meet girls from other schools who didn't know what a nerd douche you were because they didn't go to high school with you. What kind of dancing? Like any kind of dancing. We wouldn't. We even would do the lambada. Were they uh, twerking back then? There was no twerking. There wasn't any backing it up on you? Uh, there was no grinding, no twerking. Lambada, the forbidden dance, was the only thing that they knew, and that was like a Latin dance where you'd get real close. What about the uh, the, the freestyle stuff? That was big in the uh, Latino yeah. communities, right? Like yeah. some uh, Lisa, Lisa, Lisa? Well, there's only two Lisas. It's Lisa, Lisa. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And Colt Jam and Full, full Force. Yeah. Was that big? Uh, yeah, but I mean, you didn't you didn't grind to that. You'd do like uh, the running man, you'd be like... To make the noise that a tiger makes in Spanish. Yeah, but there was a lot of freestyle music. Drew Grab Alive, hello. What a song. Caller from the 813? Yeah, I'm here. Go ahead. Well, I was letting my pig listen to you. Oh, okay. Let's listen to your pig then. We'll see what noise it makes. Realizing we're in America and it's probably going to say oink. Kind of just snorting. Yeah. Did your, your pig have a? Uh, is your is your pig a male? Is it a boy pig? It is a boy pig, but he's uh he's been fixed. So, did, when they fix a pig, does that mean they unscrew his corkscrew penis, or what do they what do they do? Uh, no, they just take his uh boys away. Okay, so he's still got a corkscrew penis then. Oh yeah, he's got that. That's so cool. That sounds painful. Yeah, so. I'm so glad I'm not a female pig. They're um they're they're big, right? I don't know. How big would you say your your pig's unit is, sir? Uh, 50-pound hog, hmm, three, four inches. Oh, poor guy. Well, well that's not again, bad. I, mean, I was going to say, I'm a 150-pound hog, and mine's not three times the size of that. Uh, and you say, John, uh, you you don't want to be a female pig, but I'll tell you this much. Uh, pig's orgasm can last for up to 30 minutes. Female. Oh, really? male and female? No, just female. Come on, dude. Okay. Well, but, I mean, I might that might get me 30 minutes, too, if I had a corkscrew <laughs> penis going at me. Uh, well, thank you. I, I appreciate the call very much. And uh, are you going to eat your pig eventually, or is it just for companionship? No, no. This one's just um, basically it's a, a learning tool for my son. I wanted him to grow up with a pig around him and have some responsibility with feeding it and all that stuff. And I didn't want to be afraid of it, too. So cool, man. This one is not going to be eaten. This one's just going to be a pet. It'll be for fun. Awesome, dude. Well, thank you, man. Appreciate Ooh. the call. Good luck to you. Saved a pig a today. One. Some pig. We're like uh, we're like freaking Charlotte the Spider over here saving pigs. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. That's a hell of a way to teach kids responsibility. Get yeah. them a pig. Are, are dogs no good anymore? Yeah. Well, I mean, dogs are a lot of work. You know, it's a pig's a good start. Oh, oh, dogs too much work. Is that what it is? Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, what the hell's a pig do anyways? She does the laundry. She cooks me dinner if she knows what's good for me. I feel like Robo Dice really needs to take the sting off that. Could you ask what a pig does again? Um, what what exactly does a pig do? Hey guys, it is me, Robo Dice. What was the question again, John? Um, what does a pig do? My laundry. Oh, my dinner. Oh, every once in a while she lets me hop on top of her and grind her, bang one out. Oh, are there any more questions about livestock? Nope. What about you? Well, not about livestock, Robo Dice, but I just wanted to know how you felt about this thing called uh, gym intimidation. Is it real? Let me tell you something, man. 
those hogs will use any excuse they can not to burn some calories. How about you put down those bonbons and stop watching Maury and get that sweatpants-clad ass into the gym? <laughs> you fat whore. Oh, Jesus. 727-579-1025. RoboDice got a shout-out on stage from Andrew Dice Clay. I know. One of the highlights of my in life. Time. We've oh. lost touch with it. We need to get him back on the show. You have his cell phone. Yeah, why don't you, uh, why don't you holler at Dicey? Well, no, no, that's I cold call. You just him. said, yeah. No, no, no. That's a cold call situation. Let's cold call. Him. You want to? Why not? Hey, Dice, well, what are you doing? Well, I mean, he's going to stay on the phone for an hour and a half, so you have to be, <laughs> you got to be prepared. He's got stories about <laughs> Guns N' Roses I mean, back together. And I think he's a friend of the show at this point. Oh, yeah, I'd like to think so. Drew Grubb Alive, hello. Who are you? Hey, this is Zach. Hey, Zach. How you guys doing? Good, man. How are you today? Oh, very well, very well. Good. I think, uh, you know, getting back to the original part about the pig, I think it makes a good choice for a first pet because if, if everything goes south, you can just eat it, you know? Well, you could yeah. do that with a dog uh, or a cat as well. It's just a little grosser. Uh, I guess that's a fair point. Yeah, thank but you. Hey. Appreciate that. Bye. Oh, oh sorry. Drew Grab Alive, hello. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hi, how are you? Hey, I'm great. Uh, something that just ground my gears this week made me think of you. Uh, you're... You would say you're an advocate of returning the shopping cart to the shopping cart designated area, correct? Not an, even an advocate. I would say I'm a soldier of the first world out there. If I see an old, uh, an elderly lady or man uh, trying to leave their buggy next to their vehicle instead of putting it in the cart where it barn where it belongs, or even bringing it back up to the store, God forbid. Yeah, I will. Uh, I will admonish them sternly. And uh, and it's up to people like me and Galvin from the Mike Alta Show to correct their awful, abhorrent behavior. So normally I do that. I, I'll return my shopping cart. But the other day I got some stink eye uh, for leaving my shopping cart in the middle of the parking lot. But the thing is, as I'd already loaded my one-year-old son into his car seat, do that, I? That's an interesting. That's interesting. Mm, mm, it's mm, interesting. Okay. I, I can't leave him in the car and go take my buggy back. But here I go calling the freaking buggy. Look at you. Yep. Turn you into I, I, I got to tell you, I know what the, I know what the the thing is that you do here, and I recommend right. everybody do it. Go ahead, because Josh. you know. Love, love Publix, love everybody, but sometimes there's just not enough of the cart returns. Correct. You have to just suck it up and take the help f from the bagger. Right. Let the bagger walk with you to your car, yep. help you unload it, or don't let them help you, and then they take your cart. No worries. It goes to its safe place, and you don't have to worry about it at all. Especially that, that, and, then you, and then you can flip them a 20, even though they're not allowed to accept it. Uh, I like the tip. Well, I mean, okay. I mean, if you want to tip, I'm sure. But yeah, that's John's dead on on this one. Your only option, other than going back in time before you had kids and decide not to have kids, is to uh, is to utilize the service of the bagman who wants to help you out to your car. True words, because otherwise I was just going to leave a note on my window saying, "Hey, I, I left my kid in the car. He's fine. The music's on. I'm returning my cart." <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a lot of effort. <sighs> Drew Grab alive. Hello. From the 863, Grady Judd's uh, land. What's up? Hey, how you doing? Good, buddy. You? Good. Uh, you made me think of a little story. Uh, we raise pigs and goats, and we live here in the woods, so we have a little bit of everything. I had a 350-pound boar hog, a male pig, that uh, mm. used to let that thing dangle all the time, got it caught on a fence, and ripped it clean off. Oh. <laughs> are, you, are you laughing? What in the world are you laughing Dude, that's a story. I'm telling you, if you're going to come in with a story, that's what your your pig's penis has to get ripped off by a fence. Hey, you're not here's wrong. Here's the best part. Here's the best part. Six months later, grew it back. 
Come on. No. Get out of here. Get out. Get out. You it was biologically impossible. Get out of here. Regenerate. Is there a punch? I swear to God, there's, I wouldn't even make it up. There's got to be a punchline here. Come on. Some clever play on words. I, I really wish there was. Look, this was the most incredible pig we ever had, really. <laughs> this pig used to suck the heads right off of chickens if they stuck his, their head in his coop. That's a wild, that's a wild pig. That is literally some pig. I got to say, when he told me that the pig grew its unit back, I got goosebumps. Like, that was the best thing I've heard today. It's that, not true, though. That is an inspirational tale. But it's also not true. Well, inspirational penis. Uh, <laughs> I will tell you, he bucked the tradition of people saying, I have a story, and then causing everyone to tune out for the seven to eight minutes that it takes to tell the horrible story. So that guy had a great story, a bit shocking, a great story that... Boom, in and out. But it wasn't true. Doesn't matter. What do you make mean, good well, radio? His penis didn't grow back. Yes, it did. I'm know? reading all about doing? it right now, and it says no penises grow back, which led me to a website called The 12 Weirdest Animal Penises on Earth. Who's got number one? Uh, the Sea Slug is yeah, uh, the only huge. one with a disposable regenerating penis. Wait, disposable? Sea uh, Slug has the peculiar ability to discard its penis after copulation. I wish I could do that, guys. Once the slugs complete copulation, they crawl away with their elongated penises till dangling. Then the organs suddenly sever from their bodies and float away. Within 24 hours, the slugs regenerate the penis and are ready to do it all over again. <laughs> that is badass. Maybe it wouldn't be so bad to be a slug after all. Because, you know, have you ever been with a girl where you're like, ugh, I wish I could lose my penis and get a new one? Uh, I mean, yeah. me either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mean, and don't even get me started on the sea turtles, massive, terrifying penis. Male sea turtles are horrifically well endowed. Jesus. How horrific. Um, soft shell varieties like the leatherback have penises that when uh, in, you know, ready to go, yeah. extend to nearly half the animal's eight-foot body length. That's four feet to you and me. The, the end point culminates in a five-lobed head that, that discharges from four different chambers. You guys don't do that? You only got one? What does it say about Nessie? Is, is Nessie hung? Not, you not, ready for this? What? Yeah. The fish with the penis growing out of its head. Most animals have the reproductive organs located close to their tails, but that's not the case. The newly discovered river fish identified as Vietnam's Mekong Delta, whose penis sprouts oddly enough out of the top of its head. Hey, guys. I'm back. Oh, hey. Hey, Robo Dice. Hey, Robo Dice. Hey. Hey, hey, quick joke, guys, before we go to break. How how far could you see if you had an 11-inch penis growing out of your own forehead? How, how far, Robo Dice? You'd be blind because your nuts would be in your eyes. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.